Money Roots is made possible by the support of our sponsor, Rooted Planning Group. Are you ready to take control of your financial future? Look no further than Rooted Planning Group, your trusted partner in financial well-being. At www.rootedpg.com, you'll discover a wealth of resources and expertise to help you thrive financially. Rooted Planning Group specializes in personalized financial planning, investment management, and retirement strategies. They understand that every financial journey is unique, and they're here to guide you every step of the way. With a team of experienced advisors, Rooted Planning Group is committed to helping you cultivate a secure and prosperous future. Visit www.rootedpg.com today to learn more about how Rooted Planning Group can help you grow your money roots. Every week, it's my goal to share financial information that helps you in both your life and financial vineyard. We take you from your roots to the journey of your vines and the influences in the air that help craft your delicious life. Like wine, life and finances have different palettes that should be celebrated and not judged. Welcome to this edition of Wine and Dime with Amy Irvine. Today, we are going to be talking about auto and other vehicle insurances. Fun stuff, I know. But before we get into that, let's talk about our wine of the week. And that particular wine that we are drinking this week happens to be from Vice Vineyard, which is on Cuca Lake. If you listened to me last week, we talked about ravines. So just down the street is Vice. Vice has two particular rosés that I am absolutely in love with. One is a dry rosé with, um, I think it's Cab Franc for its base. And then the second, if they have it, is a Zweigelt Rosé. Yep, you heard me, Zweigelt. And it is delicious, but it's usually only available for a short period of time. And they are so well known for their German wines because Peter happens to be from Germany, grew up in Germany, came over, worked out in California for a very short period of time, then for Dr. Frank's winery on Kiko Lake for a bit, and then started out his own. And it is, he is young, but man, does he know what he's doing. So if you get a chance, check out their winery. It's spelled like Weiss, W-E-I-S, but it's pronounced Weiss. That's the German pronunciation. So we hope you enjoy their selection. And uh, you know, if you happen to purchase something from them, just tell them that Amy sent you. We get nothing out of that, but we just like them to know that we are still continuing to enjoy their wine and recommending them. So on to the fun topic of personal and casualty insurance, auto and other vehicle coverage. So if you remember last week, we dug into a whole bunch of different topics. And one of them happened to be auto insurance. So this second class, if you want to call it that, or podcast on property and casualty insurance is specific to just auto and other vehicle insurance. So one of the things that we often want people to be thinking about when they buy their auto insurance is the reputation of a company, right? But before we even dig into some of those kinds of things, We want to talk about the, I guess you want to say the components of auto insurance. So if you ever look at your declaration page, in fact, pause, go grab your declaration page and come back. Okay. 
So here are the components of auto insurance. It starts with um, which vehicles the drivers are covered under. So they call it covered vehicles and covered drivers. If you have multiple vehicles, you may see that there are multiple drivers uh, listed or there are just one, there's just one driver listed. So insurers want to know about the year, the make, the model, the VIN, and the safety features of all of the vehicles. They want to know what they would be paying for if the vehicle was destroyed. They want to know the safety vehicle features if the vehicle the vehicle has so that they can charge accordingly. The more safety features, the less the insurance, hypothetically. We know that states, a lot of states require you to have at least liability coverage on every single vehicle because um, the, you know, there would be consequences um, if, if the lack of liability coverage was there. But I do know that some states, once you get your vehicle registered, many people drop the coverage, i.e. Florida. Um, companies want to know who is driving the car, their records, and a little bit about the person. For example, with a student driver, driver if they care about their grades, that has a high correlation with avoiding accidents. Safe driver certificates for older individuals and good credit scores are also highly correlated. So premiums are lower in those kinds of situations. Didn't know, but you didn't know that uh, your credit score impacts your insurance rate, but it does along with other types of insurances. So keep working on getting that credit score up if it's already not. There are restrictions or extra premiums for specific driving activities, such as business use for your car. So make sure that you make you let your insurer uh, know about that so that there's not a situation where they can exclude a claim saying that you didn't provide them with the proper information. So now that we know who's covered and what cars are covered or vehicles are covered, let's dig into the, the policies just a little bit. First, liability. You've heard me say it several different times. There are two, two limits in every policy. One is a per person limit and one is a per accident. The first one we will look at is bodily injury, sometimes called personal injury protection. If the limit is fifty or $5,000 per person and $50,000 per accident, if three people are hurt, it will only pay $15,000, even though the claims are still under $50,000. That is why it's important to look at both limits. We recommend at least $100,000 per person and $300,000 per accident. For most people, using those limits and adding an umbrella policy will be less expensive than increasing the coverage. But check with your auto and umbrella uh, coverage policies to find out the best combination. It can really save you money. Second is property damage, which is different than liability. So when you're looking at your policy, you'll see the liability per person and then you'll see property damage. That is different. Totaling a new Jaguar versus a 20-year-old Dodge is a totally different cost. So don't forget, though it's more than the cars, um, you know, it's it's also like things like running into somebody's house because the steering goes out or um, hitting somebody's mailbox. More than you know, more than just those um, damages to the vehicle, it's also damages to other people's property. And depending on the policy and the deductible, um, you may have to cover some out of pocket first. Also be aware that if you are required to follow a police report and you don't, the damage won't be covered. By the way, the Insurance Research Council estimated that one out of seven drivers in the U.S. is uninsured. 
and even more are underinsured by at least $35,000 if that's some states even have higher minimums than that. And if it's not too expensive, go to 50. The umbrella can help you from there, but most policies or most insurance companies have higher amounts that they want you to carry if you're gonna have an umbrella policy. So you can't have the bare minimum and have the umbrella policy. They wanna know that you're in it. Um, but you know, I know some states that have a very, very low amount that's the minimum. And we would highly recommend, like we said before, that you have about 100,000, but minimum 50. Most of us think about our auto covering our auto. That is what collision or comprehensive coverage is. So if you see another line item that says collision or comprehensive, that's what that's going to cover. Collision just applies to the accidents, comprehensive covers it if your car or contents are stolen or damaged by fire, water, or other perils. The garage collapses or a fire burns the car in the garage. That is what covers it. For cars worth less than $5,000, you will probably just be foregoing coverage. Probably better to do that. Also on your declaration page, you'll see medical premiums. They are there to cover you and your family members injured from the accident involving an auto. If you are a, if you, it could be a bicyclist, a pedestrian, another driver or, or a passenger or of your car or someone else's car. It also applies to the passengers in your car, as I mentioned. One of the reasons you get a question at every doctor or hospital about the results of an accident is if that's where the claim would go first if you were injured in that manner. Medical insurance companies will come after you for any claims they pay that were caused by your car. Another line item that you'll notice on your auto policy is underinsured and uninsured. That's underinsured and uninsured motorists. This coverage is there for you to cover when you, when the other person has little or no coverage. People with DUIs are often only able to get the bare minimum state required coverage. So their limits may be twenty-five dollars or $50,000. People with few assets will take the smallest amount of coverage legally required to save money. If you are willing to insure someone else's life and financial future to $500,000, it makes sense that you want to protect your family with that much also. We recommend that you that the underinsured and uninsured match your own liability. And you may have some other optional coverages such as towing, rental car, glass breakage, etc. So I know that was a lot. Hopefully that explained some of the basics of your auto declaration page. Um, then we want to talk a little bit about auto problems or defining problems with auto coverage in three different areas. One is failure to disclose facts can result in claims being denied. This is called underwriting at the time of a claim. Think that won't happen? Well, think they won't require the receipt from the store you were just at to see if the business-related trip to avoid paying a $100,000 claim? You betcha they will. Think that denying that was unusual when the roommate was driving your car and they find out that it was the roommate's credit card that filled up the tank um, half the time. Well, they're gonna they're gonna say, was she um, eligible? Was she a covered driver? Fully disclosing facts when they change is critical. If you want the coverage to be the coverage, you have to make sure that you fully disclose to the insurance company when things change. 
Also, not having adequate coverage for liability claims. It's easy to estimate what maximum amount of damage might be, but it's not easy to estimate how much human damage, suffering, or death can cost. If 20% loss in the stock market makes you crazy and propels you into reducing risk in your portfolio, think about losing your net worth or having your wages garnished for the rest of your life or up to 20 years, depending on the state. Yes, claims can result in wage garnishment for years in addition to taking assets and income from retirement assets. Notice I said income from retirement assets, not taking the retirement assets themselves, but taking other assets and income from them. Many retirement accounts are protected from creditors until the money starts coming out because that's when it becomes income and it's not excluded. And finally, we want one final area to think about um, that you are covered in other areas. Maybe you have a great health insurance policy, but maybe your passengers don't have that kind of coverage. So there are risks for both passengers and your family that might not be covered. So don't discount the fact that you have this great health insurance for other higher limits for uninsured or underinsured motorists. You might have disability insurance, but your children or passengers may not. So in other words, don't count on somebody else's else having the coverage for the risk that we're talking about. Make sure you examine your risks and coverage. Talk to your agent or your financial planner. When it comes to premiums, we always do want to make sure that we get the biggest bang in the buck. So there are certain ways to increase those coverage amounts that we mentioned without, with possibly reducing costs or at least keeping it the same. So here's some things that you can do to keep your auto costs in check. While autos are safer, costs continues to rise and so does insurance. 31% of deaths are alcohol related and 29% are related to speeding. 10% are related to distracted driving, which and that's going up. Cell phone use, red light running, and fatigue are all the top causes of accidents. All of these are under um, our control, really. All of these help determine the cost of our insurance, the pooled risk, if they want, if you want to call. The truth is that deaths are going down, but the costs are remaining or increasing as a result, believe it or not. Using a high deductible can reduce your costs. Collecting on small claims under 1000 will only result in increased premium costs above what you currently pay. Having a good credit rating can reduce your premiums. I mentioned that earlier. Of course, keeping a clean driving record for 36 months also helps with your premiums. One of the reasons we suggest you send the entire quote request to one company is that one company for all your coverage typically results in a reduction of about 15%. Sometimes you can get a better optional coverage separately. For example, credit cards carry rental car coverage and AAA can cover towing, sometimes at an equivalent or lower rate. So you do want to do some side-by-side comparison. And when looking at buying a car, check out the insurance costs before buying and incorporate them into the cost of purchasing and maintaining your car. Finally, team drivers, they're expensive. It may be cheaper to buy a $2,000 car that they drive and then insure them on your newer car. Um, So I'll repeat that. It may be cheaper to buy a $2,000 car that they drive and then insure them on your newer car, car. However, never let them drive the new car if you do that. 
So that's some of the major uh, auto vehicles. Let's talk a little bit about other motorized vehicles, such as boats, jet skis, scooters, all-terrain vehicles, go-karts, electric bikes, hoverboards, snowmobiles, and so much more. We're not done talking about motorized vehicles. <laughs> Often we think of some of the motorized things we own and we don't that don't need to be, or you think they don't need to be insured, but that's not the case. Um, it's important to make sure that the vehicles that I've mentioned are insured or at least talk to your agent about it. They, we, we have a story about um, a widow who was financially in trouble because her husband had not insured their $2,500 fishing boat under their insurance. They had a beautiful home overlooking a lake and she lost it because her husband and his best friend unfortunately had an accident while they were fishing. A collision with another boat killed them both. She was sued by the other widow and lost most of her assets. An umbrella policy or separate coverage could be um, used to, to cover the risk for less than $500 a year. This may be an extreme case that I shared with you, but the reality is that you need to consider covering all motorized vehicles, that go-kart, scooter, fishing boat, all-terrain vehicles, the Razor side-by-side vehicles. It's important to keep them covered. Um, you also are at risk, you know, somebody in the neighborhood want to use it. And even though you told that your child not to let them drive it, can't always confirm that they'll do that. And that can be a liability issue. In our opinion, anything that moves and has the power is, has power, especially can, you know, need that separate coverage. Even canoes or paddle boats may be disclosed to auto homeowners and umbrella insurance companies because they could result in a liability claim. Who cares if the thing only costs $200 used? It's it's about the injury to somebody else that you may need to worry about. Not disclosing can result in denials. Put your notifications in writing. Don't just call the agent. Make sure you get acknowledgement that you shared the information and either don't need to do anything to be covered or that it's been added in a premium included. If you need, if you don't get a response, send the letter certified. We want to make sure that it's in writing and you can prove it. And finally, here's some things that you want to be thinking about. Make sure that you, we will actually provide a checklist that has a uh, PNC request form. So a property and casualty request form. So you'll find that in the show notes. That'll be your action item. You're going to fill out the section related to the home home and motorized vehicles. We know, we know it's long. It takes some time, but for the first, you know, first year, keep, keep it upload, like do it one time. And then every three years, reuse it. Updating it will only take 15 minutes. It might be able to save you a little bit of money. Better yet, you know that you're protected or that you're saving for the risks that you want to self-insure for. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have any other questions related to this, please feel free to let us know. We'd love to include them in future podcasts. And we'd love it if you'd hop on over and rate the show and share with your friends. And that will about do it for today's episode of Wine and Dime. You can contact Amy through the website, www.rootedpg.com or amy at rootedpg.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rootedpg for the latest news. And if you have any questions, comments, or topics you would like to hear about, feel free to let us know. Don't forget to rate and subscribe the show wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next time.